Get rid of the heat by dancing to the beat. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. In about a week, COP26, the UN Conference on Climate Change, will begin in Glasgow, Scotland. A team of scientists has been preparing the latest report on how best to tackle global warming, and governments have been invited to submit comments before a final draft is finished. Last week, it was learned through documents leaked to Greenpeace that some countries have tried to water down the report to suit their economic interests. Saudi Arabia, Australia, and OPEC have been lobbying against recommendations to rapidly phase out fossil fuels. They say language about the need for urgent and accelerated mitigation actions should be taken out of the report and replaced with the role of carbon capture technology. Australia, a large coal exporting country, said it isn't necessary to close coal-fired power plants, even though doing so is one of the objectives of the conference. Argentina and Brazil, beef-producing countries, are attempting to have findings in favor of plant-based diets removed. And some wealthy countries like Switzerland and Australia are questioning whether to pay poorer nations to transition to greener technologies. The UN says the authors of the report have no obligation to incorporate these comments into the final product. Last week, four different agencies in the U.S. government released reports about the possible effects of climate change on the country's national security. They conclude the risk to the U.S. will increase as other countries respond to the physical effects of global warming. One of the reports warns that in just 10 years, rising ocean temperatures and acidity may destroy commercial fisheries, Grain harvests could be depleted, and water scarcity may lead to hoarding, global famine, and widespread conflict. A Pentagon report warns that the unpredictability of rainfall could increase disputes over access to rivers that cross national boundaries, like the Mekong in Southeast Asia or the Nile in Africa. Some countries could become unstable with their governments failing, putting pressure on the U.S. to provide aid and accommodate displaced populations. Data centers have become indispensable parts of modern infrastructure as much of our lives from streaming movies on Netflix, holding a Zoom meeting, or making a purchase online are facilitated by computer servers located in giant warehouses, some the size of stadiums. Most of these data centers are owned by Google, Microsoft, or Amazon, and their banks of servers require a lot of energy and generate significant amounts of heat. Often, the centers use water to cool the servers, and increasingly, they're being placed in arid regions, causing friction with local residents. That's the case in the Dalles, Oregon, about 80 miles east of Portland. As the Associated Press reports, Google wants to build more data centers there, worrying locals who see the region getting hotter and drier. The county is currently in exceptional drought, and during last summer's heat wave, temperatures soared as high as 118 degrees. Adding to the residents' stress is that they don't know how much water their proposed data centers will use because Google considers it a trade secret. Even the Dalles officials, who will soon vote on the proposal, 
don't yet know how much water is to be allocated. The tech companies say they're working to make the data centers more efficient through water recycling or using treated wastewater. But one resident said she thinks the deal with Google is a mistake. She's seen the level of her well drop every year and worries sooner or later there won't be enough to go around. And finally, as COP26 starts in Glasgow next week, the city plans to showcase itself as a leader in sustainability. Glasgow has a strong environmental record, having already met its target to reduce emissions by 30%, and now plans to be carbon neutral within the decade. That goal will be achieved by greening the city with more trees, expanding cycling and walking infrastructure, reducing waste, and using renewable energy some of which will come from a surprising source, humans. The Glasgow club called SWG3 aims to harness the body heat of people on its dance floor. The venue says a person milling about can radiate around 100 watts of excess heat. And once they get dancing, it can really add up. In the past, the heat has been vented outside, but now it can be pumped into the ground to keep the building cool while the revelers party and brought back up to warm the structure once they leave. This geothermal system works by pumping heat underground where it warms surrounding rocks, which will act like batteries. The system only requires a small amount of electricity to operate and will eliminate the venue's need for traditional gas boilers. Based on annual attendance figures, the club estimates it could save 70 tons of carbon emissions per year just by people shaking their booties. That's it for This Week in Water. We'll see you next time. Shake, shake, shake.